the family is going to get desperate. And when the family gets desperate, the podcast comes out. Hey there. Welcome to another episode of Real Bad Takes. I'm Peter. It's with me always. is Dave and Andrew. Hi. Hello. And uh, that was uh, a quote from the movie Knives Out, performed pretty well by Andrew. You generally you. do a lot Thank of practice you. on that. It's from my Southern heritage. I yeah. Kinda, yeah, we're both the, Southern. No, Benoit, Dave, oh, you're not. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was a Benoit Blanc attempt at a Benoit Blanc impersonation done quite well. Thank you. Thank and, you. Uh, I can do an accent pretty well. A Benoit Blanc accent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you really going to do this? Nah, I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> I'll bring it up then. You it. geared up for it. Yeah, I, I might yeah. During, yeah. during when we record this. All right. Well, uh, anyway, so we'll be talking about the movies Knives Out and Glass Onion uh, with a special guest. Uh, say hello, Hannah Grace. Hello, it is me, Hannah Grace. Hi. Wow. <laughs> uh, thanks for being on the podcast. Uh, we heard that you were a huge fan of both of these movies, or at least... I am a huge fan of Knives Out. I will say, though, that this was sixth on the original list that I sent to Dave for uh, consideration. I didn't know it was number six. Uh, various, it was number five. It was like five or six. What but was there the were, other choices? All right. I can go in order. Please go in order. Please right, do. Let's do roast it. Dave. Let's do this. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I can understand it. Because you, you requested to be on the podcast and had a series of lists of topics. No, I requested her to be on the okay. podcast. Got it. Yes. Okay. And then Dave asked if I could watch, like, or if I if I had a specific single movie that I wanted to watch, and I said, "Here are here is a list, and let me find it." Actually, oh, while wow, you're going through receipts, yeah, oh, yeah she's I'm got the going receipts. through the receipts. Look, look, I, think, I think transparency is important. I I believe we take this podcast very seriously. Mm-hmm. And I think accountability is important. And if you were gaslighting or any kind of like. Deception. No, he did not. He I was just, never gaslighting. I'm just. He just didn't bring up the fact just, that I said. Were, I mean, there were accusations. <laughs> I guess you all the time. Around. You do. Yeah. Okay. Just, here here we go. is the list. It is. It was first and foremost. <laughs> Barbie as the princess and the pauper. Yeah, which it was wonderful. I just have to plug it because it was a musical. It's historical. It's hijinks. It's swapping the people. You know, it's like a twin thing. It's you know, this so it's like, fun. Okay. What's the second choice? High School Musical two. Okay. Slight, <laughs> only slightly more down for that one. Okay. See, the Devil Wears Prada. Ooh. Another yeah okay over oh, three on movies I've way not overrated seen. though as a movie really in general I liked yeah. it a lot Meryl Streep was great Cinderella but the 2015 Kenneth Branagh live action version um, because of the costumes and the pr- okay nope The nope. Incredibles oh what the heck what are you doing, what are you, doing? God! you were doing so well you were doing so well you cut out all the bad stuff what the heck man we're doing Incredibles Incredibles podcast all right if I remember correctly Dave said it was because you were already going to discuss like children's animation no 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 I do three podcasts about The Incredibles I would do nine <laughs> podcasts about The Incredibles. We could have a we could have so many. line by line. It is yes. my favorite Pixar I, I, movie. We, you can yeah. come and on again, and we'll do Incredibles. Why won't the world just stay safe for like five <laughs> yes. minutes? Five minutes. It's so good. Yes. <laughs> Hannah Grace can come on again, and we can do The Incredibles. Too. I would love to do The good. Incredibles because I think if you did The Incredibles, fly home, me. Dave. I work alone. Yeah. Freaking. What? Why did you do that? Oh my gosh. Anyway, so that was so that was number five. I had to. I had to. And then finally, that's why you were so defensive. And, and about now the list we're here. It was yes. nice. Yes, he's like, don't let this see the light of day. And now it has seen the light of day. And be prepared for our Incredibles podcast, which will be coming very soon, like but, tomorrow. But, <laughs> we, might be, we might be doing it tomorrow. To Dave's credit, though, I didn't explicitly number that. I didn't say in in preference order. Okay. But it the still was on there. It's yeah. automatically number. It doesn't was, matter where you was. list that. That immediately becomes number one. Yeah. It's like I'm. I, that's Agreed. that's how it should be yeah it's a really good movie i love it uh, okay. okay but uh but we're here now <coughs> to 
we'll talk about Knives Out and Glass we Onion. We are. Dave, just something to say. <laughs> no, I know. I actually. Yeah, there's nothing to say. There's right, nothing to say right. in defense. I All I can say is I am sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I really realized my mistake. I will really make it again. Apology. Thank you. Thank this you. is my public apology. <laughs> I'll make a YouTube video later. <laughs> I've so been looking forward to bringing this up because I knew that when we were going to talk about <laughs> Knives Out, I had to bring up the whole list. That's good. That's, glad you did. that's good. Yeah. We're glad that glad that we did that. But now. We're going to talk about Knives Out and Glass yes. Onion, which were both great movies, they or at least I, movies. I thought so. So mm-hmm. I think it'd be kind of interest good because they come out fairly recently to kind of share a brief bit about kind of our experience with the movies, when we saw them, what we thought of when they first came out, and kind of afterwards, you know, kind of talk a little bit about just those types of things, just to give a general background, salute, about, uh, about our experience with these movies. I'll start, Hannah, Grace, you are the guest. Yes. Go first. Okay, so I saw Knives Out as an accident in the movie theater. Did you like walk into the wrong theater? Like what kind of accident are we talking <laughs> no, about? Oh no, okay, Did you okay. like wake up Can in I the theater? Can I tell my story? Thank you. The guest coming on strong. I am about to tell my story, Peter. Um, okay, so I uh, got a GoFobo ticket for a free screening to a completely different movie, which was... Um, uh, like a Boss, which was Tiffany Haddish. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ro, Ro, I think her name I is. haven't watched it, but I know Don't remember that movie. movie so, okay, so it was, it was, yeah, it was essentially, I was going to go see this movie for free with a friend, and then we get there, and we're running late. So I think the, they run out of seats. So we say, what else is on? And we see this giant poster, and Chris Evans is on it. And so we say, let's go see that one. It's oh, Knives you, Out. Chris Evans your favorite? Chris? Chris Evans is my favorite Avenger. Um, oh, so not your favorite so Chris. So not my favorite Chris, favorite I don't Chris? think. Chris I'd, Pine? Because that's only Chris. That's not an Avenger. He's wonderful and he sings like an angel, but I think probably Chris Hemsworth. Let's go. Yeah, I think he's sweet. Yeah, you know. Okay. Anyway, back to my story. Freaking Jack. I'm just confused because he's an Avenger. (laughs) Anyways. Okay. Yeah. No, I know Chris Evans is not an Avenger. Okay. So we see this movie in theaters and I've paid for this ticket so I expect it to be good and because I I this is the first time I've watched like a murder mystery or anything I was really upset the first half because we find out what happened with Marta and all of that and I can we talk about it right now No, yeah we can spoil it I just want to make sure I just want to say that we are going to be spoiling both these movies if you haven't seen them Probably shouldn't be listening to the podcast because this will be spoiling all of it. I just wanted to throw that out there. Please continue with your story. Thank you for the spoiler alert. Yes. So we find out that Marta is totally involved in the thing. And so the second half, I'm like, well, why did I pay for this ticket when we don't even know? Yeah. So anyway, I really enjoyed it after that because when the pin dropped, it was a great, it was a great ending. And then I watched Glass Onion when it came out because I like Benoit Blanc. And the only other murder mystery that I remember watching is Murder on the, the River Nile. But I do not have much experience. Oh, you watched that movie? Yes, I did watch that movie. I also saw that movie. You I, also saw I, it? I did. Yeah. I saw it in theaters. Loser? No. <laughs> in did you, theaters. Did, did you see it? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Did you see it in theaters? Yeah. Oh. You know, it's a great murder mystery that we can all fully endorse called See How They Run. Oh my gosh. In August of 2022. Let's see we, how they we, run. We, 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 nope, it's, nope, it's awful. Nope, we're not it's talking about it. It's an Agatha Christie parody movie. Oh, It wasn't okay. that great. Really bad. All right. It was, it was um, probably the worst movie I saw last year. It was egregious. Noted. Chippendale Rescue Rangers was way better than that That was actually actually like a Good movie. Did you see that? Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah, yeah. Oh. We've, already, we've already talked about this. Sorry, we have on the podcast. Uh, Dave, why don't you go and tell, give a brief background of your? Um, yeah. So this movie came out on the week of Thanksgiving. What or, year? Huh? What year? Twenty. It was a twenty nineteen movie. Twenty nineteen movie. It was a twenty nineteen okay. movie came oh, out. Oh, wow. Twenty nineteen is banger year. We should do a. We should episode. do a twenty nineteen year. We really should. Yeah. It yeah. deserves like right. multiple podcasts. Yep. Just like twenty nineteen is like Joker, Irishman. 
Parasite. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. 1917. Um, and then uh, I was at a Friendsgiving with a couple of friends. Uh, were you there, Peter? We no. watched this. You weren't there. No. I was at home. Weren't you guys not friends back then? Oh, <laughs> that's, well, no, 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 no. This was okay. at his apartment. Did, oh. Yeah, I was, not, I was not invited. It was my own apartment. I was not invited. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I was, uh, I was probably at home. Uh, yeah. Oh, for Thanksgiving. Yeah, that makes total sense. Because I love my family. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah okay, I was at yeah. Because I never went home for Thanksgiving while I was in college. Yeah, you really? hate your family. Um, yeah. Geez. No, no, no. Not cheese. Wow. That's why I was at your th- house for Thanksgiving one th- one year. That counts for one out of the four years of college. Shut up. All right. Um, anyways. No further questions. And so then uh, about halfway well, into the night, we were like, oh, shoot. There's a Knives Out showing at 9 o'clock. Let's go see that. And because we live... Uh, daylight. I, I lived. You, you lived. didn't live there. I, I, I basically lived there. Yeah. Because I was there all the time. Uh, it was like 10 minutes away uh georgetown amc was 10 minutes away and so we were like bet and we went and it was great i loved the movie and then glass, and then onion. glass onion oh glass onion uh i watched it we watched it all together yep like with a big group it was with a big, a big group, group. Of hannah grace was not, not there because i no. invited you and you were gone Oof. oh probably because i also love my family and ah, home there, you go. there you go i guess i just hate just family a, just a bunch of family lovers um, there we go uh yeah and we watched that all together uh it was great i we can get into it later but i think i like that movie more than the first one i uh so i'll 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 go now uh i watched this movie actually i caught it later because i was i was at home and so i missed it whenever it was in the theater no i did see it in the theater but i had to it was it was like at the end of its run and everyone was recommending it to me and i had a free i think i had a free day because like i had an early class because i was still in college and I had like a free day where I was like I had one class and then nothing for the rest of the day, and so I was able to go see it. But I saw it with like subtitles, oh, uh, cool. because of how late yeah. in the run it was. So I had to like kind of orient my leg or my hand in such a way because it would sometimes the lines would come up quicker than the 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 characters would say them, so it would some, give things away a little bit too quick. Sure. And so I would kind of like had to cover it up. So I watched it, loved it, thought it was really good, um, and then watched 1917 the same day. So that was a great oh, 2019 freaking, double that's feature. That's an interesting year. double feature. It was. Uh, it was year. just like everyone else was going to see. I think we might have seen 1917 together, actually, yeah, you and did. I. So uh, I watched that before because I needed to watch it before it went out of theaters. And then I saw, uh, obviously, and then saw Glass Onion with uh, Dave and Andrew. There was some guy, I believe, I sat next to Andrew during the time. There was some guy next to, on the other side, Andrew, not me, ripping farts. But just <laughs> never met him before in my life. Not since. He's like Ryan's friend from like R- Remain, remain Nameless. Remain nameless. I don't remember his name. Yeah. I just remember it was Ryan's friend. Some guy that we met. Yeah, and at the end of the movie, I was, and Peter was like, what'd you think? And I was like, why'd you have to freaking cut he those He yelled farts? at me. He was like, he was, I was like, I thought it was pretty good. He's like, dude, what were you doing ripping farts? Like, Wait, I, I just thought it was beyond question that a perfect stranger was farting on me. But apparently not. <laughs> it was not me. I so that, stand by. It was not that me. That kind of tainted my class onion experience. Yeah, anyway. We, we, yeah, so you, for Knives Out, I think I saw it um, at home, Christmas of 2020. Um, or 2019 because it had been out on streaming by then yeah uh, oh so you're the only one who didn't see it in the theater mm-hmm. <laughs> loser but, I, but you're the one who doesn't go home to your family so oh get absolutely I'm right. home for Christmas I'm four I just, I'm poor when I was in college and couldn't afford plane tickets all completely the way back to fair. LA completely fair uh, now how do you feel <laughs> yeah you how elitist, do you feel I feel you elitist? Yeah. that's true <laughs> yeah. exactly uh, so Knives Out I thought 
eh, goodish. But my whole, my whole uh, <laughs> point of anger about Knives Out, which I can get into further. We're yeah, we'll get we'll yeah. dive deeper didn't, into it in a didn't, bit. Was not the biggest Knives Out fan. Mm. Then when I was when I heard they were making a franchise, I was like, whoa, I'm so surprised. They would never make a franchise out of anything. That's sarcasm. I no, I mean no, but franchises it was a good out movie. of everything under the sun. Uh, and so I was like, you know, this can't be worse. And it wasn't. I think it was better than Knives Out. What? I think Last Night was better than Knives Out because you have the better lead actor. Wait, wait, wait. Well, wait we're you... getting into it. We're getting. Into, we will get into that later. Okay, okay. But that's. Okay. But I think. Uh, Those are my experiences. That we can set up that disagreement and talk more about that later. Fantastic. Uh, first things first. I think we should talk about a bit, just kind of a broad view of each movie, things that we liked or appreciated about the like things we especially enjoyed. We'll probably start about things we liked, then talk about things we didn't like, and then we can kind of get into some of that. So. Was there any, like, maybe one or two things, Hannah Grace, that you specific, particularly love about both of those movies? So you can talk about one. Let's talk about Knives Out first. Talk about Knives Out brief. Yeah. Okay. That works. Yes. I, before this podcast, I prepared. I looked, I looked up what. That is a first. I don't think anyone's ever prepared for this podcast. Are she's, she's got involved notes. Wow. In wow. You're wow. the most prepared out of all of us. No, Seriously. I mean, I, I just did. So, okay. So there are apparently are multiple different elements, and those include cinematography, the script, mm. editing, acting, oh. and the art, the costume. So I yeah, really, yeah. it's having rewatched this movie again today, the majority of it. I just loved how character is displayed through the the visuals of it it's just everything yeah. that every way that the shot is composed you learn a little bit more about mm -hmm. who the characters are um i think ryan johnson also is exceptional with framing you can always see which characters he wants to be in the shot yeah. and he's really intentional with that so i just i like the tone that he sets i like that he carries it through in both movies even though they're wildly different in tone mm -hmm. um yeah i think they're just really fun and i enjoyed both of them for that reason and i think the actors he picks are, are generally superb oh that's a superb cast yes knives out, knives out was, i just looked at it again is, way more stacked than glass onion yes no I'd say. no no really i'd disagree. say so i'd say so disagree i disagree only, the, only i, I would think, only i think uh knives out is more household names that are great and like they're older older actors that are great Not really yeah jamie, jamie lee? lee curtis oh. uh tony collette I like um, Tony Collette. Michael Shannon. Michael not that old. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is not in the movie. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. Tell that to the IMBD cast because they have him on there. He, no, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is not in the movie. He's the detective. He's the detective's, detective. Uh, he's the detective's um, deputy or like the no. uh, the little guy that hangs with him. No, the, that's a different that's guy. That's a different Wagner guy. I'm just talking about like guy. most that's, of the yeah. I forget so who that most is. of the actors in Knives Out are a lot older and have been in the, their careers longer. <laughs> I was while, Christopher Plummer's while, obviously a legend. While in Glass Onion, I think those are more up and comers. Yeah, a little except bit, for but Edward they're Norton. all well, except for like uh, uh, Hudson and Craig. Craig's not an up and comer. No, no, no. Well, I'm he's not, in both. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I'm okay, just talking sure. about like most of the like the general gist of the cast in in uh, Glass Onion are younger. I would say that that's true. true. I mean, like that like, makes Edward sense. Edward Norton is the not plot. like an up and comer. He's like no, oh, yeah. he's, he's like nominated there. for Oscars. Yeah, that he's dude great. He's a great actor. But like Dave Bautista. Yep. Great. I, I need to know their names, but yeah, yeah. Kate Hudson's fantastic. Janelle Monae is incredible. She's much, yeah. yeah, but she's like she's a young act actress. That's so. tr yeah, that's um, true. I would or say relatively young. Yeah, compared to the other ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe I'm wrong. Um, anyways, I I don't know where I was going with this. 
did I what, what, what do I like about it? We just like the actors. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. great. Yep. Uh, I can go. The thing that I think I appreciate both about both of these movies is the devotion to an original idea. I think that's fat. I think that's really helpful. I. I'm often, especially with something as a genre such that has been so well kind of tread, like like mm-hmm. a murder mystery where there are so many things that we've kind of seen over and over and over again. And I think the the devotion to an original idea, that's why I was so skeptical when, he, when I found out they were making a franchise because I felt like Knives Out, they killed it. It was an original idea. The characters were great. The writing was really fresh and it felt new. Mm-hmm. Uh, and kind of paid homage to older stories like that. But I was I, I felt like there was lightning in a bottle, and I thought there's no way that they're gonna catch that again. And then he was able to do it again, but I think he kind of tweaked it a bit so it's not quite as reliant on the original concept. It is mm-hmm. more of like I think Glass Onion is a lot more of a character study on these individual characters mm-hmm. rather than a like the emphasis is not on the mystery itself. It's a more like meditation on each of those individual characters while knives out is a lot more of this is the mystery how does it get solved and how does that work because it's like that's kind of i think there's much more of a reveal like a true reveal i feel in uh maybe there isn't in well there's several different reveals in glass onion that's true we will later divulge yeah i think i'm with you on that i think the first one feels a lot more like i like the overall mood of the first one better yeah just because it feels really like sherlock holmesy like the whole like house secluded vibe of like all that mm-hmm. um there's also a lot more i think um nuance to the characters because it's such a small set whereas the set of glassman is obviously an island and so mm-hmm. it has to be bigger and then even like the last act is way bigger obviously with the explosion and everything like that so it's like there's not what i liked about um knives out the first one is just like the the nuances i think the acting was great in different ways for both but I did like, I think Glass Onion was um, better for what it's trying to do, if that makes any sense. Like, I liked the way the Knives Out felt, but Glass Onion felt a little bit more consistent. Yeah. I think also I just want to point out that I was also very skeptical of Knives Out from the beginning at mm-hmm. first because Ryan Johnson made an atrocity of a Star Wars movie. So I'm very glad that he has moved on and he's going to, he wants to do this franchise. It's amazing, but he needs, so to, he needs to stay as far away from Star Wars as possible. I just feel like I needed to say that before we I talk think, anything else. Yeah, the it's just there's nothing. It's just a terrible movie. Yeah, uh, Dave, you didn't anything else you want to highlight? Um, about I the, mean, I love the cinematography. Like, mm-hmm. like the sh- uh, scene where was he's he, interviewing was, nom- was Glass Onion. I'm sorry, was Knives Out nominated for anything else besides? I think it was for screenplay. I knew it was. A, I knew it was for, for screenplay. I didn't know if it was nominated for anything. I don't think else. it got any technicals because 2019 was such a big year for all that. That's true. So Man, 1917 that had a lot of technicals of or like. Uh, Marriage Story probably had some. No, you're right. You're right. 1917 got the technicals. I think I think Knives Out got nominated for like two things maybe that year. It got a couple of Best Actor and Actress nominations. Yeah, Golden Globes. That makes sense. Yeah, the Golden Globes. Okay, yeah, Yeah, but I don't think Oscars. Right. Yeah. No. Um. Anyways. Uh. Yeah, I love the cinematography. I watched uh, YouTube videos of like Ryan Johnson breaking down his scenes yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, learning about the the iPhone Android bit was kind of interesting. Nice. Um, if you ask me, you need to calm down. Um, <laughs> I just said it's lame. As the only Android user, yeah, 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 yeah. just just be on your island and in your green messages, enjoy that. Yeah, um, and then also like the scene, like uh, especially the scene where uh, there the investigation scene where he's asking the uh, people questions and like 
yeah how it just like zooms in zooms out like switches to him or link the sound linkers from him but it's showing on them like when ryan johnson just like yeah you were very excited you can explain more on that well, i just i love how he the way he frames each character yeah, yeah. um it's off center from yeah, that, yeah. that that donut hole in the middle of the all of the knives and then even the way he frames marta compared to the rest of the thrombies like she's sort of like left of screen and the thrombies getting interrogated mm-hmm. right it's just a different feel for each and then as the pieces come together, mm-hmm. it's so satisfying when uh, Benoit sits right in the center and, and is about to, you know, it's about to, yeah, yeah, it's about to go down. Yeah, loved it. Well, now we come to the part of the podcast where we fight um, because we will be talking now about things that we do not like about these movies. Um, I don't know if Hannah Grace, you have anything. Wait, we didn't talk about Glass Onion. What we liked about we Glass Onion? We talked about yeah. them both. Sure. I, I don't. Unless anyone has something specific to add. I about think Glass, Glass Onion. Onion was a lot better because uh, my. Well, you're wincing right now. Yeah, she thinks Hannah, she thinks Knives yeah. Out is better. I think Glass Onion was better. Uh, one because I felt watching this what I dislike about Knives Out. Uh, it felt like uh, Ben Blanc was a lot dumber. Than he actually is, and in Glass Onion, he kind of proves that he's actually the yep. best detective yeah. around. Yeah. Totally, because um, like in Knives Out, he doesn't solve the case; it just kind of nope. unravels it in front of him, and he's like, "Oh wait, yeah." But I think that's what he said at the very beginning. He waits and observes for the terminus of gravity's rainbow, and that's kind of what he did. Yeah, but that's yeah. not that's there. He is right that there are. Like he's totally off guard when Ransom tries to kill. Yeah, because he's wrong until the last he's moment. He's wrong he makes until the last moment. And is yep. wrong. He's, he's completely oblivious to like her hiding the vomit when she's lying to him. Like he's he's oblivious to that sort of thing. When a not when a glass onion, he's in control the whole time. Yeah, mm. he's in control the whole time. Yeah. He solves the original mystery mystery right away, and then which, he's which the fact that he's in control the whole time speaks to probably one of the most egregious plot points ever known but i will get into that yeah we'll I get into the points yeah, don't that's like why that. i like glass I, onion more i like the com- comedy more it's funnier uh, you're right it's like, funnier i like it being a little bit more funnier just because um yeah. it's more stylistically kind of knows what it is stylistically yeah. i feel like um yeah i i completely agree i do think i think glass onion took part the parts of of knives out that i really liked improved upon them and then added additional things that yeah. i didn't know were necessary where it's like the comedy is a great bit. Where it's like I like they was, the first one's not as funny. This one they added a lot, and I think it worked really well. I think that they this I think the setting making it at this big estate on an island I thought was gorgeous. It was gorgeously mm. shot, well, and so a lot for that cinematography. Rather than like really you know, most of Knives Out is shot in dark rooms or kind of very close up, and rather than just kind of getting the grandness of just beauty, it was I thought that was really great as well. Yeah. Um. So I think those are improvements upon the original. I'll say that I can speak to like the consistency that you were talking about, the like the overall feel of the movie. Well, I think Knives Out was fairly like humorous. They were trying to put some stuff in, not nearly the degree of sure. Glass Onion, but that led to some inconsistency where it's like trying to be this really serious, but then I think Glass Onion you don't have that really inconsistency because it, it, yeah, it just feels like a more cohesive product at the end of it. I I, I completely agree. Yeah. Mm. Um, HG, what's wrong? Which isn't necessarily a good thing, but it's just cohesive. Continue. No, nothing's wrong. I, I find Knives Out to be cozier than mm. Glass Onion. Okay, Is that so a sweater? It's, no, we're not going to talk about the sweater right now, but I, I just think it, it's, I agree the aesthetic, I think Glass Onion is way more beautiful. It's prettier, it's brighter, it's more fun. Knives Out is supposed to be this kind of dark and 
scary-ish and spooky. I thought it was a little spooky. It's, I thought it was it a is, spooky movie. But the thing is, like, Knives Out is, it. has a lot of tension. It does. It does. Yeah. But I, I think like Glass Onion also has that tension and is more consistent with its tone. Ooh, I completely agree. I don't know about the tension bit, though, because after you see the turn... Yeah, but the, the, the turn only adds more to the tension. Because it's like... what? How, like who? that's fair because you're understanding that she's like doing a ruse the whole time I yeah guess. yeah because that's not the ultimate mystery the ultimate mystery is who sure, killed sure. the twin sister right right but yeah yeah i i think i think that's true the ruse really caught me off guard uh but now we can talk about things we necessarily didn't like i don't know hannah grace if you have anything specific that you'd like to add right now and you don't have to that i didn't like if we're talking are we just talking about knives out or both uh, we talking, we're talking about both talk about both okay i didn't like that the twist in Glass Onion was the twin ruse. Oh, Thank what? You. Oh. Thank I you. didn't like yes. it. I didn't. Wow. I, I thought y'all were going to fight. No, you guys are so stupid. Okay, because I thought for Knives Out, at least, it, there was a plausible, there was a plot that you yes. had to unravel. And then the twin thing comes in the middle, and I'm like, oh, so man, the, and there's, there's yes, a twin. There's the whole, a twin now. The whole point of murder mysteries are like, you're supposed to get most of the information in the very beginning mm-hmm. and have generally enough to understand and make a pretty good guess that's like maybe not correct, but not far off from the mark. And then halfway through this movie, they're like, psych, here's a whole other person. Yeah, like, twin sister. no, but that's not the ultimate mystery. It still makes but, you feel stupid. No, that's, not the, just, that's not what makes, that's not what the movie is like trying to make you figure out. I just felt that the twin thing cheapened it a little bit. Because a lot. A lot. Is, bit. Yeah, I, cause it just, cause I mean, I think it could have been cool if we just discovered that Edward Norton's character was just a, a dumb murderer. Cause, no, and, cause like, cause well, like we I saw, would say, we already saw like the dumb, like, lead actor guy, like, be. The murder. I, I mean, I would one. say, I would say, like the movie doesn't start actually start until totally. that twist. Totally, that's when the movie totally. like is like truly suspenseful and has a I lot of tension. I don't think it's suspenseful when you realize how much manipulation uh, Benoit Blanc is doing. Like when you realize, no, no, no. How but much the thing is, like, because it goes way deeper into them trying to figure out the mystery and them trying to avoid people and kind of looking back and all of that was really cool. But because the movie doesn't start until that moment, like it. It's pretty deep into it, but the it, the whole uh, first half of the movie is fun. It's uh, setting a scene. It's introducing the characters really, really well. But then you feel so it it for me I felt a little bit so for Knives Out when the twist happens you realize that you've been reading the entire first half of the movie wrong so you kind of like kind of go yep. back and yep. you see oh actually every single thing that was set up is foreshadowing it, it, it's it, it's like a subversion of what you think was supposed to happen and so yeah. we as we find out the truth we see what all those things meant and then for glass onion i i do think it was like oh well you know they knew the whole time and we were just it, it was more of like a like i don't know i yeah i i, I don't yeah. know if i'm articulate but no, I think you're, right. you're obviously like rooting for the good guys still like you're obviously rooting for benoit blanc but the fact that you know that him and uh janelle Monet is that her name yeah. andy yeah yep. yeah, yeah. Character. the fact that you know that they are stringing the rest of the characters along only to find out like things about them is interesting but then it ceases it's, it's still a murder mystery it just takes on a whole different flair of like you're now just hoping that they can pull it off the right way to figure out how the other murders pulled it off their way it just feels very like it's a different kind of tension than you felt in knives out of like this like waiting for the pin to drop like everybody's on edge because everybody's not on edge uh benoit blanc has no reason to be on edge because he he's you know leading them along with uh, breadcrumbs and stuff like that. It feels less sleuthy and more mastermindy. Yes, and I like that. Yes. Knives Out feels mm-hmm. like a sleuth film, yep. and not. I agree. Yeah, but you like Glass Onion more. 
I do like yeah. I like why. I like the uh, part of this could be just because I've seen it more recently than Knives Out, but I do like the. Uh, I think it's bigger. I like the scale of it. I, I do like the feel of Knives Out. Like it's a cool the cabin. Like like you said the sleuth thing. Uh, I like Edward Norton miles better than I like Chris Evans. And it's not close. Yeah, I think he I did agree. so good in that movie. So much better than Chris Evans did. And the I scene agree. where Chris Evans like cussed everybody out, my the ship had sailed. I was like, this guy freaking sucks at acting. Like, he, it was I don't not know good. About sucks. That was not good at acting. What? He was a bit overacting there. He was. But there's over, there's good overacting. Yeah, I don't think there there's was good not overacting. Good overacting. <laughs> Why would you call it overacting if it's no? There is bad. good overacting. Like who? Paul Dano in There Will Be Blood is he's overacting in and the there, church there's, scene. There will be blood. Right, reference. Well, cross that off. I wonder your bingo how many charts. podcasts you can go through. <laughs> we have a bingo card, and the we middle one is Dave bringing up There Will Be Blood. I think this is my second time bringing up Dave. Yeah, if you question whether you're going to see Bo's Afraid, that's another one on the list. Yeah, I go back and forth. Oh my goodness, I can't wait two weeks baby oh my gosh so monday what we decided is he's gonna watch it once and need a second rewatch so then if i feel like it from his first reaction or like depending on how like gross or getting so weird it if is they won't go see it a second time no way jose yep. not gonna happen there you go but anyway uh also too like i did kind of make a really early cut into knives out when i was like i don't like chris evans I bet he's the bad guy. Sure enough. And so then I, it's like... Okay, first of all, you cannot call me out for the prestige so different, move. So different. Nope. Yes. Nope. Yes. Uh, it'd be different if I were to say, in Glass Onion, I saw that twin thing coming. You have every right to try to make fun of me for that because you can't see it coming, which you is the very totally problem. You can totally see the prestige stuff coming. No, you, you can can't. totally see it coming. Who's getting sidetracked now? I'm just saying. It's true. We are getting Anyway. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Edward Norton, better actor. That's I why agree. I like Glass Onion better. Yes. Yeah. What? Wait. Okay. Um. I. Uh. I didn't. I thought the whole twist bit in Knives Out was the fact that she can tell the difference between weights was added way too late. Um. Because mm. like it seemed like the like like the final clue that is basically the only real clue you needed was given to you and then the reveal. Um, which was a little uh, weird for me. Like it was like the it was like the only piece of evidence that's really that was sub sub uh, yeah that had any weight to it given at the end. Because like there was a lot of like clues in the movie beforehand where you watch it again mm -hmm. and you're like oh shoot yeah yeah this makes sense. But I feel like it, you're not it, it just left a, such a big clue um, yeah. for the end. That's not even like. Yeah. Reference like if there was a reference to it somehow um, that she could tell the different ways was I don't know even how she they would do that. Yeah. It would have been um, it would have been less like rapid for me at the ending. Mm -hmm. um, and with Glass Onion, I thought uh, it. I mean, I thought Glass Onion was almost perfect. So um, I thought it was I thought it was really good. I, there was, was I don't really have a lot of notes for it. I mean, uh, the only notes I guess I have is for like, I didn't really, there were some characters that I was like, oh, I want more of them and they didn't get more. Yeah. Like, that's like my only. Um, like, um, the assistant girl. Hey. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wanted more of her in mm -hmm. and if she, I think she would have been a, yeah. But this is just me rewriting the story at this point. Yeah. So I don't think it's good. I want it more Ethan Hawke. I'll say it now. I'll say it. I That's also true. That was so random. I was like, I why is that. he in here? I love that so much. Because he happened to be there when they Are were filming. That's yeah. It? That's the only reason? I think they were like, oh, we need a man. That's so And they were funny. like, oh, Ethan's in the area. And just freaking hilarious. Great. Yeah. Um, also, I didn't really like the whole coronavirus. It kind of had... It, 
It didn't have to at all. It In didn't have way? to, but it worked with the plot. In what way? Um, I don't think it worked for the plot. It I think it was just like a weird. No, but it makes sense for why. Added, and then, it, it's and an then they also added like the, 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 the weird, like, oh, if you get this thing in your mouth, you are all of a sudden don't have COVID for yep. a while. Oh, yeah. It's just a little weird. Like, those are small stuff, which is why I think this is an almost perfect movie. I'm just being very nitpicky at this point. Mm. I have more notes about the subgenre in general, so we're going to talk yeah, about that. Yeah, so in a we'll talk about that later. But yeah. I wanted to bring up, I think, something we kind of touched on already. My biggest problem with Knives Out is the inconsistency with the tone. Yeah. Where you're right that there is an element of, like, there is a lot of suspense. It's kind of spooky. It's definitely, there's lots of shots of, you know, individual characters. It's very tense. You, it's a real family drama and all of these sorts of things. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's death and sorrow and grief. Mm-hmm. And then you've got, you've got, Daniel Craig doing a really bad southern accent acting like a moron. Yeah, his lines are dumb. I just What? He talking about donut holes the donut and holes I thing was so stupid. He's talking like Foghorn Leghorn really the whole time. It yeah. takes it is a it doesn't fit with the movie. It doesn't fit with the movie at all because yeah. it's 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 intending to be a drama and yet you've got this one character that sticks out so far and he's not even a good detective in the first movie. Mm-hmm. As we mm-hmm. kind of already talked about. No, I, I, I think don't... which which is why I like Glass Onion so much more is because he fits in with the rest of he fits in with Ed Norton's character who's a moron. The Kate Hudson Dave character. Batista. Yeah, Dave Batista. He fits in. They're all playing characters and he's all he's all of there's no real realism at all while the knives out it's like supposed to be a realistic family as best they can yeah. with the only twist being marked ability but everybody else is like real people with real problems with real struggles and griefs that makes, that and makes trying sense. to manipulate their you know try each trying to manipulate their dad and all of those sorts of things yeah. and then you've got him who's like i just didn't make sense to me and so i'm hoping that future in the future with this franchise it's more of the different characters in a kind of a weird state not like oh this is a normal family with like they're all the thing is is that you're right that all of the characters and the first all the actors in the first knives out are all really like good character actors and they're playing real people real characters Mm -hmm. that feel real they feel lived in rather than like knives in in glass anywhere they're playing caricatures which is which is great um which i I, would i liked it a lot more hannah what do you have to say about the donut hole bill on a whole bit I loved it maybe I just uh, maybe maybe it's just a fondness for Daniel Craig but I it never struck me that he was sort of like the bumbling idiot when I was watching it he's not necessarily the bumbling idiot it was was more of like like he just had no idea what was going on but he knew that Marta was involved from the beginning well yeah did he? He did. He takes a look in that scene when Marta he calls Marta in for the first time. He takes a moment as he looks down at her shoe and realizes that there's blood on it. So he's known the whole time that Marta is involved in some way. And he explains that the missing piece is how someone could have known that Har- Harlan was going to die before he actually died and knew that there would be some sort of foul play. So I just think maybe it's because it was a second rewatch, but seeing him um, with that, that very, he, he just has. It's, it's very intense, and I've only seen Daniel Craig as James Bond, so I, I really enjoy. I mean, I've watched listen. Knives Out yeah. like again, like not super recently, but yeah. I've watched it like more than once. It holds up, but yeah. I still got the same thing away from it. The whole Dota old bit was a little. I liked it. I just liked it. Was a little. It, uh, it's out of pocket. It just, it just seems cut. like it sticks out. It's like, what is this doing? What is this line for, doing in the yeah, movie? Yeah, so for something, for a lot, like, the, it's like the climax, and it's supposed to be re- really charismatic, really smart, and really um, insightful. And I felt the donut hole bit kind of 
It's because gray. he was just like donut holes. It's not a donut <laughs> holes, but it's donut hole. And I'm like, I like. No, do an accent. Do the voice that you said you could do. <laughs> Y'all, uh, anyways. Uh, <laughs> Great try. Great try. Um, yeah, and I was just like, he sounded more, he sounded less coherent and less put together than he, than I think maybe he was portrayed to be in the beginning of the movie. But in Glass Onion, every word he says is it's, with purpose. Yeah. It's sarcastic. He, it's con- It's always getting at something, some hidden truth. Yeah. Mm. Or it's either, a, you know, it's either like a kind of a, a side swipe on someone for the most part. I would say the most part. Do you have an example, well, Andrew? I think that's partially because the way he, the reason he can be so particular and so surgical with his comments is because he knows the secret. He's in on the joke this time with the twin sister. That's kind of inarguable. He's no, that, so much more in control of the situation. That's so fair. He doesn't Agreed. have room to bumble around about donut holes because there's no, he's not looking around uh, he, he, he the light is on in the room and he's trying to find what he's looking for he's not stumbling around in the dark on this one but does anyone think that the whole donut hole thing is also in his because there are moments where he I feel like puts on this um, this this facade of of what's the word that I'm looking for like like Charisma? No, 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 no. The the opposite. He he almost seems he tries to come off as unassuming oh, with the family, and then in moments of real tension, you see that he's sharp. Like when when Martha's about to confess to the thrombies, and he finds out, he reads the tox report and realizes like, it's all coming together in his head. He comes out with like a real sharpness that we don't see at the beginning of the film. And sometimes I feel like maybe. But like in the beginning of the film of Knives Out, he was very charismatic and mm-hmm. like cool. Yeah. Yeah. With like when he's in. in Investigating everyone. That's true. And he kind of just then is not part of the movie for a while. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. and it's a lot more of Marta and Chris Evans yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. And he kind of comes back at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. Which, yeah, I think that movie it was, it was not. It was trying not to, not to really concentrate on like the detective, but mm-hmm. more of just un, the unraveling of the story, the story, which is pretty cool. And I would argue Glass Onion is the same thing. It's not really like a murder mystery necessarily. It's more of an unraveling of a story, which I was I loved. Yeah, um, I think this is a good way to transition into our kind of our last kind of topic about the mur- the murder mystery genre in general and how these fit in yep. uh, this is basically just an excuse to have Andrew let Andrew yep. I'm talk sitting about up in my chair I'm yep. ready yep. Uh, my, my biggest issue with these is these tonal shifts that you're talking about out of the first Knives Out where like you feel as though they're trying to have this deep often gloomy uh, very serious thing and then you'll also have sometimes more but usually just one or two characters that just like kind of treat the whole thing as a big joke and, like riff and like just are very like screwball like off the walls Stand stuff that doesn't really make a lot of sense and is not really called for. Uh, and you also have in Murder Mysteries, uh, in the best ones you have, um, like the whodunits, you have all the information in front of you. And as you walk through the movie, you can pick up these little bits and pieces. As we were trying to do as we watched Glass Onion, which was really fun. Like I enjoy that part of it. Um, but then what really bothers me is at the end of each, almost each and every whodunit, Murder Mystery, they show you what happens, and then they say, and then they do all these flashback cuts of like early in the movie, and like, okay, doesn't this make sense now? And you're like, yeah, I, I, I just saw the movie. And they're like, no, but we're about to replay the entire movie for you and hold your hand like you're six and talk to you like you're dumb. And it, even though you already get it, because usually the, the twist is not that simple. It's usually not that hard to get. It's really just like hidden, which is what makes the good murder mystery. But I would say that it often feels super redundant and very like gratuitous. Hannah Grace, what did you think about Death on the Nile? 
I thought it was kind of boring. It was. Yeah. I was. I was. I was bored. Yeah. I. Uh, I hate. To, I, I sniped the twist. What is it? Well, the twist that they're still in love. Oh, oh. yeah, I, I got that pretty quickly. To be honest, I fell asleep at the end, so I don't. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know I what actually, the twist so was. I, it was the only the only reason I saw it. I had no desire to see it, but I had just taken a practice LSAT and was like, my brain doesn't work, and so I needed. I just wanted to go see movies and so excuse. So you wanted to, to see a whodunit? Yep, and then I was able to still figure <laughs> out the twist, and I was like, my brain Shut still up. works. Got it. Hey, can we I, get the Google de- definition for a confirmation bias? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Helpful to talk about oh, here. my gosh. Just, uh, you, okay, you can't do that, because... Never mind, we already got into this. What made you think they were still in love? When they said, love like that doesn't go away. Mm. The love like that doesn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> they literally say that in like 15 minutes into the movie, and they're like, oh, it faded away. I'm like, I don't think it did. That was, that was anyway so we'll oh wait that was a twist yeah the, the twist, twist is that the, yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. army hammer is not supposed yeah. to be like actual cannibal army hammer actual cannibal uh trademark um not yeah yeah the, the twist is that they're still in love and they're using oh. they kill gal gadot's character okay. in order to get money or whatever yeah. Yeah. yeah and so that's how i knew that it was it was i also i, I was also figured out that they weren't shot, but that's beside the point. I don't want to talk about it. It was not a great movie. Oh, yeah, I didn't like it. Um, but I think I think your 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 points are fair, and I think sometimes I feel like that in movies that are too complex, where they're just like you, they hide the ball a bit too much. But you you don't think Glass Onion was like that with the twin? Bit. See, but the thing is, is I felt like that. I enjoyed the writing and the characters so much that I was willing to excuse a bit more of the hiding the ball because it allowed for. The story where it's it, Dave's exactly right. Like I just enjoyed the unraveling of the story more rather than oh my gosh I'm trying to figure this out as best I can. That might just be a mindset shift. I mean we were though we were in the theater trying to figure. We it were out. totally trying no, to we figure were, it out. We were, but yeah. I think it's it was the so story that, itself was good. I think the problem with most murder, murder mysteries is that if you know the, if you understand the twist or whatever and the murder isn't that interesting or that plot isn't interesting, it's not a fun movie. And I think Death on the Nile is a great example of this where it's like. If the murder isn't exactly compelling, you really don't care about the twist. You don't really don't care about anything else. But sure. like, even if they hide the ball, it's still a really fun movie. And so, like, that's the best Cause, part. Because we don't know, like, with Glass Onion, we don't know about any. Do we know about? I'm jogging my memory. Do we know about a death? We don't know about any death. Nope. Right. So the 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 mystery isn't even there yet. Nope. We're getting yep. to see the characters. We're getting to see guess, yeah. see uh, uh, what happened. Why he's mysteriously invited. There's no real. Oh, yeah. There's tension because he's weird. there and sure. it's weird. Sure. And Janelle uh, Monet as uh, character is being very like sharp and and like and mm-hmm. an outcast. She because she is, and mm-hmm. that's what we're trying to figure out. Like why is she here? Like so it, it's a movie at this point, and then the mystery happens. When the reveal happens and the twin sister is actually dead. Well, no, because isn't wait Dave Dave Batista? I can't remember when Dave Batista's character dies. Dies before the twin bit. Oh, he that's dies. A, and, but then, but no, then, it's because there were two deaths. No, but in the you're movie. also trying to figure out. You're also trying to figure out the whole like uh, the notes thing. You're trying to figure out that one post-it note of the uh, uh, Ed Norton's character who like came up with that idea for the or yeah. Janelle Monae's character came up with the idea for the business. Yeah, that's the mystery that's still there. So it's a who done it in the way of who stole the note. And then you get to instill the murder because of the twin. So it becomes, it's still a mystery, just in a different way. And, and, and let me, Glass Onion does not do this whole, now that the twist has been shown, 
watch each scene of the movie and we're yeah. going to show you again which is why I, I didn't mind it the, well, only, well, the only scene they do that with is the uh, the twin no it's with the glass switching scene oh you're where right where it's like can right. you yeah, trust your yeah. own eyes here because yeah. they showed yeah, yeah, it to yeah. it three different ways I really like that scene yeah, that was interesting that was, but, but it's it didn't, not feel, the whole it didn't overdo it no because it, it the whole point is, is like I think the movie's only n- with new material maybe an hour long yeah. but you like re-examine 30 minutes a couple of times and it feels natural and it's not like the end like oh like you know the end of like a forty-five minute you know also, Law and Order episode. Also, when Who Done It's when they do flashbacks to show you what happened, mm-hmm. it's usually with new information, so that it yeah. like lingers a bit, like how Glass Onion did it with the twin sister. It went back all the way to the movie, which is but we like, don't have short-term memory loss, so we can still remember the hour and a half that we just sat. No, 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 it's we different because it, it to like because no, it adds I more. I like the recaps. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I like yeah, the recaps. it's like, it, it, it plus it's a recap. With the reveal in each recap, which makes it satisfying. Yeah. Because you don't you don't need to watch the whole movie again. It's just recaps that make maybe, it maybe. satisfying. It's like an instant replay. It's easy, yeah. It's easy to overdo. But what's interesting about this, I think I just thought of another reason why I love uh, Dave Floyd so much. Um, oh, here we go. You don't even know. Bingo it's, card. You don't even know it's a murder mystery until the end of the movie. Which is, I mean, like Glass Onion, it just adds more to the mystery. Like. No, but it's so out there. Like, the Hateful Eight, they're not there to find out anything. They're there because the snow pushed them in. And the entire place is, like, in the cabin. It's just so great that, like, it's it's almost... Uh, it's not even a tone shift. It's just a gear shift of a movie, which I think is great. Because, like, it's still a mystery. Uh, there's still, like, mysterious tension throughout the whole movie. But not about a murder until, like, the last third of the movie, which is yeah, interesting. Yeah, which is, like, that's why... That's what, like, I don't disagree with you that... Hateful Eight is yeah. a, a good movie. Like, I think it's a great movie. I still haven't seen it. But I also have not seen it. Um, I think it's a great movie. But, yeah. like, I think the everything you've said about that can be applied to whodunits. But there's not a joke in every line of the script of uh, Hateful Eight. And that's another thing, too, that bothers me about, like... Because, I mean, you could say that the Hateful Eight and Knives Out are trying to have similar tones of like really dark, gloomy. Something's going no, on. No, no, no. I think no, I think Knives no. Out. You haven't even seen. <laughs> no, no. Knives, seen Knives, Knives Out though is 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 a little bit more gloomy, but it's still very stylistic. Yeah, it's, it's stylistic. It's, no, no. no like the jokes, even when they're put in, are very stylistically put in. Right. Like they don't like the the the, the camera doesn't there's no like tonal shifts with cinema, the cinematography yeah. it just seems like just funny things that the characters are saying which like like it does some of the some of what they say is weird but yeah. like most of the jokes that they put in are fine and and kind of consistent with the characters there's there's one like uh uh thing about uh the teen kid masturbating in the bathroom that was oh, a joke was which weird. like that was a weird joke that yeah. i didn't like but the rest of it was like he was just watching nazi videos right or weird videos on his well phone? he's he's a fascist yes who fascist. or something it was oh. a fascist he's a fascist he was an right? alt-right troll yeah yes. all right troll Classic. that was, was masturbating in the bathroom while they were t- while chris evans they claimed he was but he was he was not he was just watching videos on yeah his he's phone. just watching oh, okay. videos on his phone um, well yeah so like he, that stuff is like kind of weird but like the movie throughout is pretty consistent even with its jokes but you don't have to justify the jokes of the hateful light because there's not them they're just like it's like are we here to like freaking get through a blizzard and like get on our way and you know go be a no, sheriff yeah, yeah, or are we that, here to like I think you're penalizing joking. this these movies for not being the hateful eight which is your favorite movie of all time no, and actually, also no, it's, another it's, whodunit prisoners phenomenal yeah but these are just serious yeah 
whodunits. Yeah, are you, you taking just, it as an assumption that whodunits have to be serious to be? Because whodunits are movie, uh, books. They were like Agatha mm-hmm. Christie books. Yeah. Yeah. The, I I don't know. Like these are just like different movies. Mm-hmm. They're not characterized to a style. No, but I think more often than not, genre. more often than not, the subgenre of whodunits falls into the overly jokey, overly stylized. Like I don't think that's campy. true. I I do because I mean we saw what three whodunits last year, four whodunits, and all of them fell victim to the same stuff. Of what, like, was the, what was the four? Uh, Amsterdam, see how they run. Uh, Amsterdam was not really a hundred whodunit. whodunit. It sort of was. It's not. No, there's no, no they're, murder. They're trying to figure out the whole like I, who done it doesn't have to be who killed it. It's who did this. Yeah. And so then it's still the exact same pacing. Of the they, they do try to figure out when Taylor Swift is gets run over by a car. Well, there's I that. I keep hearing this reference in the podcast. <laughs> Grace, and I have not Grace watched five seconds the, the movie, movie and I don't. It, does Taylor Swift really get run over she by a car? She gets pushed into a like car. Five gets minutes into the and movie, and Taylor Swift agreed to this. Apparently. Yeah, it's, it's the best part of the movie. In five Amsterdam, it's in this movie, Amsterdam. Yeah. So, but what I mean by that is, it's not a good movie. No, it's really not. I, I think you just watch the first 15 minutes up to, up to when she gets run over and then stop the movie. And You're a big Taylor Swift fan though, right? I uh, I like her music. Okay. I yeah, her movie, her music's fine. Okay, this is not a music podcast. But it's about music podcast. I think we can more readily list a lot. Like it's, it's, if it's, there's a pie chart, of the genre of whodunits, there's many more of these jokey, campy whodunits than there are of these like actually totally serious whodunits. So your problem isn't with whodunits, it's just with jokes. With how most of the people choose to do the That whodunits. makes sense. That actually is consistent with some of his other takes about movies. Do you yeah. like yeah. Marvel movies? No, he, does, he doesn't he does like that. Because you don't like the quips. You don't like yes, the fun jokes. They drive no, they crazy. Be, but you like Shazam, which is wild. Well, okay. I haven't watched Shazam, Shazam, but I really want to watch it. Like, it, it was so Ant- overboard, I didn't even care anymore. But Ant-Man was overblown. Overboard. I understand in a different way. That was a different podcast, though. I, I do like the old quippiness of Marvel, but then when the Guardians movies came out, there were quips. There were literally quips. Uh, when the Guardians movies came out, these the scriptwriters were like, "Hey, you can put a joke in every line of the script. Are you kidding?" This is when he becomes inconsistent. But this, it's okay. Well, we're we're gonna have a Guardians Guardians three comes oh, out yeah, we very are. soon, we so I'm we will interested. be talking about we'll have a podcast. Would you like to be on that one? I, I no, I just want to watch the movie. Uh, that would yeah, be fun. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Anything else to add on? I think we I think we've done this topic well. Yeah. Uh, Hannah Grace, thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks for we appreciate. Me. Do, is there anything you'd like to add or plug or anything at all before we sign off? No, no plugs. This what? is fun. Thanks, guys. I mean, I'm gonna plug your socials. I don't have so. I have a Facebook and yeah, I also have, have a, a letterbox account. And I have. By the a, way, my letterbox account is Slum Thirty Two. Oh my gosh! Yes. Is this actually getting anywhere? Are you getting followers? No. Okay. <laughs> um, it's. I think of it more as a bit than anything. Okay. Oh um, great. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, thanks to uh, thanks to Hannah Grace for being on the podcast. Uh, thanks to Dave for uh, producing us today. And uh, thanks to my mom for watching Super Mario with me. It was so bad, and we experienced it together. It was really bad. It was really bad. Uh, but yeah, thanks to, thanks to you all for listening, and we will uh, catch you next time.